Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. If you're anything like me, your health is very important to you. I know you listen to the show for tips to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Well, I have some great news for you. James Miller Lifeology has partnered with BioOptimizers Nutrition. As an avid nutrition and exercise enthusiast, I thought I knew a lot. But after taking a 12-week health course BioOptimizers offers and implementing their supplements, I noticed a huge difference in my energy and my digestive tract. Since you're a listener of Lifeology Radio, BioOptimizers is offering you the same 12-week course absolutely free. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements to take this free course. Here is a sample of what you'd learn. How to get 70% more energy in 30 seconds or less. The ultimate key to high performance, health, and longevity. How to turn the tide against uncontrollable food cravings. How to select the most powerful supplements for you. How to stay lean and trim without sacrifice. The simplest and fastest way to detoxification and great skin. And much, much more. To get access to this awesome health course, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements and sign up today. Once again, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to remind you that the answers that you seek are all around you. Dream analyst Lainey Delphin shows how dreams reveal the solutions to the problems that are challenging you. She reviews her book, Have a Great Dream, which will give you the answers that you seek. For more information about Lainey, please visit haveagreatdream.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. The answers that you seek. Many of us struggle with life. There are many situations that happen, which we just don't know what to do. And when this happens, we often look for solutions in the wrong places. Did you realize that everything around us can teach us a lesson? That's one of the great things about Lifeology is every situation or every person can teach us what is healthy for us or what is not healthy for us. But I wanted to expand this a little bit further. If you're struggling with a situation, if you look for the solution, you may be surprised where you find it. For example, if you're struggling with depression or sadness and it feels like there's no one out there for you or no one out there even cares about you, stop and look. You may be surprised at how many people are giving you attention or how many people are doing very subtle things to remind you that you're important to them. If we expand this a little bit further, there are many strangers who are very kind to us. Sometimes that simple kindness can stop us from making a poor decision or that simple kindness can surprise us or sometimes even snap us out of the depression that we're feeling. I know there's been many times in my life when I'm overwhelmed with something and I don't know what to do, but if I stop and reflect on what is happening in my life or what am I doing right now, I often will find the answer that I'm seeking. 
Many times when we are looking for an answer, we don't experience a sense of peace. Nature is one of the biggest places where we can find peace. Simply going for a walk in a quiet forest automatically calms your body down. It allows you to experience peace in a way that you probably couldn't should you be in your house or should you be in a noisy place. Looking at the benevolence or the love that a mother has for her infant can often bring us back from anger. Watching a child laugh can often bring us joy as well. So it's really important for each of us to realize that each time we're struggling with something, instead of looking for the solution, let's first look at changing our thoughts and our emotions. Because remember, whatever we perceive to be true determines what we feel. What we feel determines what we do. So if we're looking for a solution, but our thoughts are in disarray, our emotions are all tangled, then let's slow everything down and reset ourselves so that our thoughts and our emotions are in a place to receive whatever that lesson may be. The majority of us, when we have a sense of peace or a sense of joy or a sense of love, are often able to come up with clear solutions to whatever we're seeking. So my challenge for you today is if you're struggling to find a solution to a problem that you're currently experiencing, slow everything down and make sure that you're open to receive that. And what I mean by that is make sure that you're experiencing your current emotions to help you find the answer. Because once you're settled down or you slow everything down, the answer will come to you. My guest today, Lainey Delphin, has an amazing way in which she teaches her clients how to find the solution. It's really quite brilliant. And I know you're going to enjoy this interview. So make sure you stay tuned for it. But just remember, there are many ways in which solutions can be found. But most importantly, there's always a solution. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. The title of Lainey Delphin's new two-book set, Have a Great Dream, is telling. That's because renowned dream analyst Lainey Delphin believes all dreams are great, even nightmares, because they hold the key to solving the problems and challenges that are currently plaguing you and to becoming who you were intended to be. In her books, the first shorter volume, subtitled The Overview, and the second subtitled A Deeper Discussion, Lainey shows you how to analyze, evaluate, and map your own dreams for the clues that will truly set you free and bring you closer to what you truly desire in life. Welcome to my show, Lainey. Thank you so much, James. That was quite a mouthful for me to read there. You have done so much and your books are so prolific and so profound that I cannot wait to talk more about it. How did you know that you, or what really drew you towards the whole dreamscape or dream analysis? Um, Well, I guess um, without going into the whole story, um, I could just tell you that my first uh, experience with dream analysis happened when I was 20. I'm 66 today. And when I was just after my 21st birthday, I gave birth to my first of four daughters who was born with Down syndrome. And not so long after, understandably, I became depressed and was very fortunate to obtain the care of a brilliant Freudian psychoanalyst who was originally from New York and had just moved to Montreal. And um, that was, uh, you know, in my early 20s, I wasn't so well able to articulate my feelings, Mm -hmm. but I'm a dreamer and I've remembered my dreams my whole life. And so I used to go into the sessions with the doctor Uh, not always knowing how I was feeling on a particular day, but I always arrived with a dream. So my um, introduction to Freud happened because I experienced him before I studied him. 
And what I found out in, in there, which is the most important thing that I can say to everybody about dream analysis, is that the dream is the conversation you are having with yourself concerning a very specific current issue that you are attempting to problem solve this week. And I'm only talking at, at the first level. And the amazing news is that the solution to the issue that you're trying to problem solve comes in your unconscious, of course, before it gets to your conscious. And you get the unbelievable opportunity to exercise different personality traits that you were born with but maybe the people that brought you up taught you it's not okay to be that way. And so it's not like those character traits are not still there. And you get to actually uh, choose the responses, the power, the comfort, and the flexibility for you to decide how you want to react to a person or a situation this week. Okay, so that was very profound. Let me see if I can break that down for, for, for my listeners and for myself. So with that, you were saying that for yourself, you came with a lot of dreams. And so what you're saying specifically, the great part of this is each dream that we experience is relevant with, within about a week's scope of what yes. we're going through. Okay, so in that, right. the, different el- the different characters that are experienced are really ourselves, the conversations that we have with the, with the different characters in the dream. It's really a representation of ourselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, right. things that we ha- don't necessarily like about ourselves or things that have been told. That's right, and I can give you, I can give you a, a short explanation that will just make it all clear for everybody. Okay. So, um, when, if you're born with uh, siblings in the family, you probably get the message that it's not okay to be selfish because you hear sentences from your parents like, go share your toys with your brother and go look after your sister. And so you learn that it's not okay to be selfish, where conversely, if you grow up in an, as an only child, you don't have to share your parents' attention. You don't have to share your toys. And you become comfortable with thinking about yourself first. And mm-hmm. so there's this wonderful gentleman not so long ago that's dreaming that he's climbing up a huge ladder. And all around him in the dream, there's papers everywhere. And the higher he goes on this tall ladder, the more the papers are filling up all around him. And up at the top of the ladder, he's got uh, this uh, fellow who was his roommate in college, like some 20 years before. And the dream turned out to be, uh, actually, I, I asked him to tell me using a symbol's point of entry, why don't you tell me a couple of things that come to your mind when you think about that fellow? And he said, he was selfish, a take care of me kind of guy. And Mm -hmm. so the dream was about the fact that the dreamer had all kinds of work piled up on his desk, papers everywhere. And I guess he uses the ladder because he does his work about trying to get ahead, right? Trying Mm -hmm. to get to a higher position. And his friends had asked him to go to a movie the day before the dream. And he doesn't have, being brought up with siblings, he doesn't have um, the ability so easily to say no. 
I need to do my work. And so it that's what triggered the dream. And he's climbing up and the person that's encouraging him is the side of himself. The uh, oh, Frederick Pearls would have called it your under invested side. Mm-hmm. I call it under exercised. Jung would have called it your shadow. So it's this aspect of his personality that's encouraging him up the ladder, this selfish take care of me side that he needs to access now. That is the appropriate response to the current situation, because I'll just close by telling you that in my world, there's no right or wrong or good or bad. There's appropriate and inappropriate. And the question is, was it appropriate or did this dreamer feel that it was appropriate for him to go out to a movie and um, not pay attention to what he really wanted and needed to do? And it was an inappropriate response, but the dream gives it to him on a silver platter. Sure. Wow, that's brilliant. I mean, it made sense to me when he he started to say he was – when he had siblings, I'm like, ah, okay, because he had he had to share his time, he had to do all this, he had to wasn't able to find his own voice, and so yeah, I totally made that's sense. That's right, and those are the people that typically grow up, and they are they are yes people. They don't know how to say no, mm-hmm. and and some your life throws you so many different situations. You want to be able to make a decision about how you want to react. To a person and it puts you in a very powerful position. I mean, all the way around. Sure. If you know, if you can access that part of yourself that knows how to say no. Well, let me ask you this. So, the dream that this that that I may have, let's say, so the week that I'm ha- the dream that I'm having, it's relevant within the week, roughly a week time frame. The other dreams that I have as well are they all connected together? And how would I know that they're connected? Well, because what I do is literally deconstruct the dream with the dreamer. And I have different points of entry that I talk about in both books mm-hmm. um, to help you uncover why you had that dream last night. And we do repeat because one of the points of entry is repetition. And you probably remember when we were in school, read it, write it, recite it, yes. read it, write it, recite it. That's how we learn. And so that happens in the dream. So uh, years ago, when my first uh, book came out, um, I'm so accustomed to doing radio and I'm very comfortable on radio. But at the time, I had never been on TV and I was invited to New York for after Christmas and all during the Christmas holidays and leading up to it. Uh, you know, one time I dreamt about a ghost. What does that mean? It means I'm scared. Then I had another dream that I'm standing on the abyss of a cliff. What does that mean? It means I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And then closer to morning, I'm dreaming about my grade five teacher. And what does that mean? It means I'm scared. (laughs) And so I'm saying I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. But the metaphors are all completely different Mm -hmm. and the dreams are completely different. So that's why you want to deconstruct, because once you've done that, I was able to say to myself, oh, look at this, like I'm scared is appearing three times here. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I'll add to those series of dreams that I had was that for about uh, two months leading up to January, the dreams may have been different subjects, but all of them took place in this huge space. And so I was literally rehearsing. My unconscious was giving me a rehearsal about being in a very large space. And when I went to New York and I walked into the studio, it was like, ah, been there, done that. Oh, wow. Because I yeah. had been in this big space for months before wow. I went. 
And that's what the dreams, another function of the dreams are very preparatory and they prepare you for what's coming. And I find this really exciting as I hear you talk about this because I'm, you know, I'm thinking about my own dreams that I've had and, um, and it kind of seen how they've been linked together in my past. Um, yeah, but I think it is exciting because they are preparatory in the sense of they do prepare you. They do give you that, that, that insight or they do give you that awareness and help your, uh, just really uncover your unconscious. So I, I, I'm excited actually to dream tonight <laughs> to see what is it that's going on in my going life. Going on. Let me tell you a great <laughs> yes, one. Yeah. That's so short, a real short, great one. <laughs> uh-huh. This woman is dreaming that she's sitting at a table and she's got on the table in front of her the most adorable little puppy that she just bought in the dream. She just bought it uh-huh. and she's so happy. And all of a sudden the puppy poos all over the table and all over her. And the dream, you know, the dream was about the fact that she got this job that she really loved and she was so excited about it. But after she was there about 10 days, realized that the boss was really an abusive guy and he was basically pooing all over her. And so what I did for solution finding, because that's what I'm all about, is the where is the solution appearing in the dream? And my favorite point of entry for solutions is to take the dream out to waking life and decide what would you do if that happened to you in your waking life? And I asked her that and she said, well, the first thing I would do is get the puppy off the table (laughs) and then I would clean the puppy up and me and the table. And so, you know, that expression about this is off the table, mm-hmm. I'm taking this off the table. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. She quit the job. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So wow. that's, that's how the dreams help. Um, it's just a language. It's all it really is, because dreaming is just thinking. And you're thinking the same way in the day as you are in the night. Your brain doesn't close off. You continue thinking when you go to sleep, but it's just that the distractions disappear and you actually get to see what you're thinking. Now, when someone has a lucid dream, tell us more about how that can really unlock perhaps even more in one's subconscious. Right. And uh, lucid dreaming for people who don't know is when you become conscious inside the dream and you realize that you're dreaming. And um, I, I, you know, not everybody can do that. That doesn't happen to everybody. But in the dream, you can manipulate. And if someone is chasing you, for example, you can stop in the dream and turn around, look at the person and say, why are you chasing me? (laughs) But there's but I, I promote lucidity. Uh, whether you're asleep or you're awake, because that woman with the puppy dream or the young man who's climbing the ladder with papers all around, both of them, I'm sure you'll agree, became lucid once they understood the dream and they were able to act on it. And uh, lucid dreaming gives you that same exercise that you're getting even if you don't become lucid in the dream. It's oh, just I like that, that. I really like might that. get it, you know, you're get um, regardless if you're conscious or not. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. I really like that. You know, real quickly here, I, as we're talking about this, I, I'm, I'm reflecting on, I have these dreams all the time. So this is my own little dream analysis, I suppose, is I'm always somehow floating or flying. And sometimes my floating or flying, like if I'm flying, I'm uh, parallel to the ground, but sometimes I'm only two feet above the ground. Other times I I'm soaring that. into the sky or other times I can just jump and I kind of float across wherever I need to go and I can hover. Um, but I've always, I've, ever since I was a little boy, I've always had that. It's like 
constantly doing that in my dreams and somehow I'm always in the air. What does that necessarily mean? And I'm I, kind of, I kind of love, nervous to ask that. Uh, well, I, I, I'll tell you that each of us, um, we, everybody has, is walking around with every single memory and association that you have ever had since you're born is in this incredible database, or for those of us over 50, I call it a filing cabinet, (laughs) filled with all these memories and associations that only you have had. So they're as unique to you as a fingerprint. And I wanted to say that because the flying dreams, it depends on what your personal experience and what it is that you are saying to yourself. I could tell you that I love the hovering dream because when I get a hovering dream where I'm close to the earth, I'm not too high up, Mm -hmm. but that's me when I'm standing back from a situation probably in the family that I'm too involved in and I need to stand back and get, you know, when you need to take a step back and look at something. So that's what I call an an overview. Hmm. When I dream that I'm hovering over a situation, I'm trying to become less involved and taking a wider lens at what's really going on. And then there's other times that you're describing where you're just kind of floating along and, you know, so it depends, um, like what's happening in your life that week. It's like um, this uh, news anchor. It's so funny because I, I was just talking about this same show so many years ago, and the news anchor at that show, she dreamt that she fell out of a building oh, and hit the ground. And in the dream, she gets up and walks away. And for her, it was a comment on she's a style of person that when she hits rock bottom, she knows how to pick herself up Mm. and and get on with it. So that's what I mean to say is that you want to take the images and see how did the dream make you feel, which is the Mm. easiest and fastest point of entry. It's like a dance. You come in the dream, out the dream, in the dream, outside the dream. And so you might want to ask yourself, James, next time you have a flying dream, how did I feel in the dream? And then come outside the dream and say, what's going on this week that's making me feel in a similar way? Uh Am I running away from something? Am I running to something? You know, so you you want to just see how is the dreamer behaving in the dream and how does that relate to what's going on in your life? I really like that because that's so practical, Lainey. That's, I mean, that's so practical. So how did I feel? I'm Mrs. Practical. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I really am. <laughs> I hear I that. I have a very down-to-earth, step-by-step approach to dream analysis. And although I think it's unbelievable, it's so much fun to figure out why you had a certain dream, it's a lot more productive when you're, that, that it's not finished yet. Now you want to look at where's the solution in the dream. Yes. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Now with your book specifically, it, let's just actually go through that because we have a little bit more time. Is it, with the dream analysis itself, is it, is this a workbook? Is this a, um, is this giving you well, the... Right. It's funny. It started out by calling the calling it the workbook. Um, but now it became book one, the oh, overview. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that's that, that little hundred page book. Mm-hmm. And it happened for two reasons. It happened because a lot of clients, you'd be surprised, actually, a lot of clients um, come to me and they want to go deep right away. And I'm a first things first kind of girl. And yeah. so I like to stay at the first level first. 
And um, so that was the reason why I wrote the overview quite recently. That's a, a more recent book than book two, which um, is called uh, um, Have a Great Dream, A Deeper Discussion. That's the book that I wrote 18 years ago. Oh, my gosh. That's wow, okay. like 350 pages. And my daughters run from 45 all the way down to 25. And it's that darn 25-year-old <laughs> who is always saying to me, Mommy, we don't want to read th 350 pages. Lots of people just want to know, why did I have that dream last night? Like, like my husband, also, if he was flying on a cow last night, he just wants to know why the heck he was flying on a cow. He doesn't want to talk to me about how that impacts his early childhood relationship with his mother. He's like, I'm not doing Freud. I just don't know why I was flying on a cow. And so it, that's what made me realize that I want to give it to the people quick. Yes. All those people out there that just want to know how to deconstruct and figure out why you had that dream last night and get to the solution quickly. And for those people that want to go deeper, they can uh, have have a great dream, a deeper discussion, because that'll take you deeper into it. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I really love that. I mean, because that's, that reaches the whole gamut, the whole spectrum of individuals who really want to learn and really study without having to go to university <laughs> versus just literally, why did I have that dream last night? Exactly. Perfect. That's, that's really great. What's next for you? Because I mean, this is a powerful, amazing opportunity for many people to learn, but what's next for you specifically? Well, I'm working hard uh, with people, l wonderful people like you, actually, that are giving me an opportunity to spread the word. And that's where my focus is right now, spreading the word. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely going to help you do that because I'm, I'm really blown away by this, too. And, and I should say that I'm going to be giving a one-day workshop on October 28th at the Open Center in New York City. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, that's that's great. So that will be in 2018 since this show is evergreen. We're going to replay the show again in six months. So yeah, so unfortunately when it's played again, you won't, won't, the people will not be able to attend that, but we'll definitely find out where you can um, connect with Lainey and perhaps have additional opportunities in the future. Right. And you can always just go to haveagreatdream.com. Well, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. If my listeners want to find out more information about you, Lainey, and all the amazing things you're doing, where would they find this information again? haveagreatdream.com. And your book can be purchased where? Uh, they're on Amazon. They're at Barnes & Noble. And you can also just go to haveagreatdream.com and click on buy the books. Wonderful. So what I'm going to do, Lainey, as well, is I'm going to put your book in the store, jamesmillerlifeology.com. My listeners always know they can find it there. And uh, what they do is if you go to my site, you click on that link, and it'll connect you directly with Amazon. Lainey, thank you so much for your wisdom. This was a fantastic show. I can't wait to learn more about this myself. Thank you for being an awesome guest on my show today. Thank you so much, James. It was fun. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.